What's up, everybody? This is Witty Banter, episode number 157. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Williams, and I'm joined by the self-proclaimed prince of counterculture, Max Scott. How's it going? And, you know, he didn't really <laughs> like it, but he's glad that you did. It's Hunter Dorsett. I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think that that's... <laughs> act like that. No, I think that that sums you up he quite beautifully. Act, wait, hold on. He's step, take a step back. What yeah. does this mean? He didn't act like you think like it. Think about the things in the world and how you feel about them. I said he didn't really like it, but he's glad that you did. Oh. Yeah, no, that's about right. That's I mean, my my fucking family called me Eeyore growing up because <laughs> I was always like, I guess it's all right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like everything they no. love. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good to have you guys on the show. Uh, welcome back to Witty Banter. Got another piping hot fucking episode waiting for you and right out of the bat it's time to discuss the alcoholic beverages in our hands what are you guys drinking this week so i hadn't gotten the chance to just go specs hopping to get yeah. a get a you know that's okay drink that's cool we're working with what we've got in hand which is a shiner uh variety pack so i just told max did you buy the variety pack no okay <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 I just want to clear this up. This I didn't is, buy the variety this pack. This is either. left over from the uh, Dungeons and Dragons okay. uh, fest that we had. Because I feel like anything that isn't just Shiner Bach from Shiner is awful. I don't know. I've whoa, had some other stuff whoa. that's decent. Yeah, I did a whole month of Shiner. Yeah. And some of those were not awful. Yeah. I, uh, I've a few of them were, you were really reaching. Yeah, maybe. But okay, so today might be a little different. Mine is the Shiner Bohemian Black Lager, and um, they talk <laughs> a lot about how so it beer. is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is made basically to honor the immigrants who settled Shiner, Texas, uh, the Czech and the German. So I don't see an ABV, but fuck it, I don't even need it this time. That's it? Okay. Yeah, that's cool. all I got. Yeah, I feel you. No, that's good, because I was really just stalling. See, I got <laughs> all right, a Shiner beer, because I had to dig through the pack. I was like, you know what? I had a month of Shiner. I got to find the one I hadn't had. And then this one pops right out to me, and I'll tell you why. Why? This one is the Shiner Cosmos Reserve. Cosmos right. with a K. Yeah, Cosmos with a K. Mm -hmm. A theme that you might see, right? <laughs> so... This, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and it just say that right It doesn't say what kind back. of beer it is, does it? It says that it's born in uh, Bavaria, that Cosmos' mastery of German brewery So a bunch him. of uh, butt padding, basically. Yeah, right? pretty much. And it's like, it's a full-flavored hop-jacked lager. It's a pretty <laughs> bold move to come in and be like, yo, you know, Bavaria, the guys have been making beer since like 1000. We yeah. mastered that shit. Yeah. We That's got it was, right here. That's cute. That's what I was telling him because, you know, mine's a black lager, but it says the Shiner Bohemian black lager. And I'm like, can you just put Bohemian on front of shit and just call yeah. it your own? But isn't Bohemian? We'll I don't want to give them more shit. I just. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they've got enough shit to deal with right now. I've already given them a little bit shiner. of it. You know, You're happy the that they like Texas. it. Yeah. What are you drinking over there, Chase? Uh, so I, I pulled out the Oban 18, which is Ooh. something I've had before. Uh, I actually think I've tried every single whiskey in there. So oh. 
I still want to do the go to other spirits. I just haven't had a chance to like prepare myself for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just pulling out of the, the stockpile now. Right on. Ooh. Oh, that's cute. That's good. Nice. Cool. And when you pour them up and you realize like how small one pour really is, I'm very much like, Chase, just drink whatever the fuck you want out of here. <laughs> like, who cares if it's super You've fancy? earned it, dude. <laughs> it's yeah. just going to, it's fine. It's going to last forever. For it. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. Well, before we move into the real meat of the show, I want to catch up on a few things. That okay. being, there was the Summit of Power which is a Dragon Ball Fighters tournament this weekend, which was an invitational, yeah. if I believe I'm correct. Is that right, Max? So the first part of it, the first half of all the people that got there were invited via the people who put on the Summit of Power. Hmm. So like, I believe, I don't know how many people were there total, 16 total and eight were given out, or it might be 32 total and 16 were given out. fact is that the second half were all people that were voted in, Mm-hmm. So you had to go online and vote, uh, which was pretty cool. It's a pretty cool concept. That being said, there were definitely some people there that like were friends with people who had already gotten in or people that are bigger names. So I know that like uh, the skillage and everything mm-hmm. got in through like Sonic Fox kind of just going onto his site and being like, hey, everybody vote for him. And then him himself <laughs> donating like 2000 bucks to get him in. So, what? you know, that's pretty cool. But it was a pretty cool tournament. I watched a good amount of it. So, yeah, I wanted to mention that the winner was Hook Gang God. And I took... A little look through the bracket, and mm-hmm. Hook Gang God knocked Goichi into losers, and then Sonic Fox knocked Goichi out of losers bracket, and the grand final was Sonic Fox and Hook Gang God, and Hook Gang God took the entire tournament. Is that is that right? I, I think so. Yeah, it might be right. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I thought that uh, Goichi got taken out by um, Hook and God to get into grand finals because he came back from loser's bracket. Hook and God he? was in winners the entire time. Really? And then Sonic Fox beat him once, and then Hook and God uh, won the final yeah. set 3-0. to zero. There he goes. Yeah, is Hook and God a, uh, like a Japanese uh, g- no, American. that is a East Coast. Because when you said that, uh, when we were talking about it, I was thinking maybe it was like an American only event. But then you said Goichi's in it, so Goichi Dagura. Um, that's the only two off the top of my head that I know okay. were definitely there. Wow, so Leffen was there, and he's from like kind of fallen from grace, huh? He got third place, right? Okay, I mean, <laughs> at the yeah. biggest tournament of the entire year, right? Okay. I mean, right. it is the fact that like our standard for him is what he didn't win. Oh, he's you know like what yeah. is that about? He didn't what ninety-eight and one on his streak. Yeah. You know, that's why I wanted to bring it up though. Is now this is like kind of the second major tournament where not only did he not win, but third place now. But also yeah. that hook gang god beat uh, Sonic Fox. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. That's very is, cool. Is he been kind of uh, vying for the top? He's always in like the top four. Yeah. What is his other game that he's known for? What did he play before this? Guilty Gear, I think. I think so. I think Guilty Gear player. I don't think he did too much with that, and I think he kind of went full force into Dragon Ball Fighters when it came out. And he's always been like prevalent since the game dropped. I mean, he's been the Piccolo to watch. Like he's he has a very cool Piccolo. Nice. Yeah, which is another cool thing to note is that he has uh, I think it's Cell, Vegeta, and Piccolo are on his team, and it's a very cool setup. Were you all watching? So you were watching the bouts, or did you just read about it? I just read about it. I, I watched a little bit, but so I'm, I'm just honestly about, getting a little bored by yeah, watching that game. I mean, I'm not oh. I'm not playing it right now. Yeah, I had a whole weekend where I had nothing to do, and I chose not to play it. Uh-oh. That's yeah. not a great sign. <laughs> I, played a, I played a Dungeons & Dragons game instead. <laughs> I, totally, <laughs> uh, I totally agree with the idea that I 
that Dragon Ball Fighters is not that fun of a game to watch. And I don't know if it's the given state of the similar characters in the game or if it's just that I don't like watching like the gameplay as much. But I'm not really sure. Yeah, because the details forward. of competition come down to the details. Like you have to notice very particular mix-ups because that's kind of the only thing that shines through as unique in people's gameplay. You know? Yeah, I can see that. As very opposed, true. I mean, like, but is that how is that different from others? I guess is it just that other games are set in such a way that they have a little bit more ability to be different, I guess. I mean, is that what you're the, saying? the way that I look at the roster of Dragon Ball Fighters is very, and I think the DLC is kind of changing this up a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's very much like, imagine there are three character, character archetypes and basically a, th- like a character is going to be one of those three and the, the, um, the entire roster might as well be like three or four characters and how they're mm. played. Yeah. What would you say are the archetypes, like the assist to be able to extend combos or something? and then I think it's more of just like how you start and end combos. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could see that too. Like somebody who's very like reset or oaky focused, which is why you have people like um, Gotenks, right? That's like mm. kind of his focus is that he can set you up into that standing reset. Mm. And then you have like powerhouses like Cell who are like just the damaging machines. Yeah. And then you have like super assist based characters like Vegeta. Yeah. Right. And I do agree. I think that like there's not that much variety amongst the characters, which means that it's easier to pick a top tier because like whatever your character is doing, most likely there is another character who does the same thing, but a little bit better mm-hmm. instead yeah. of being like this character is like super obscure. and has this weird gimmick. Yeah. You don't have that as much with a lot of the cast. I was, yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll see Hunter when you watch at Evo this, this year, especially if you watch guilty gear where, or even if you want to watch like something like blaze blue, which is even more in this direction where every character plays drastically different, you uh-huh. know, and you yeah. got to be a character specialist essentially. Hmm. Yeah, I was just true. curious if you had watched too because I wanted to see if there was um, any more um, kind of development on what top tier players are are bringing to their teams. I mean, I think it's cool that this guy fucks with uh, Piccolo, but yeah, awesome. last That's time I cool. heard, I mean, I know Broly was a big hit. I'm wondering if uh, Vegito and, and Zamasu are getting any airtime as well. I don't think any of them played him at the summit, but they're looking to be pretty cool characters i mean again i don't think either of them really like breaks the mold in any way maybe some zamasu stuff or however you say his name zamasu. i think it's just kind of crazy how he can literally just float in midair that's a cool thing that's cool that they have that that's something that i think is a gimmick and like just for that character so i hope that somebody can really make something out of that and make a more interesting looking experience on the screen to watch yeah, this time true. going forward yeah um before we move on to uh max i know you mentioned this quickly in a text message that e3 was going on and mm-hmm. I told you that I really wasn't going to be pulling like a lot of news from E3 onto the show, but I wanted to know if maybe there was anything in particular that stood out to you throughout the weekend that you wanted to kind of just brush on and just talk to as friends, but besides, you know, and not as like a news giver. Uh, not necessarily. I know that there is like a new, <laughs> it's like a new Shonen, like all the Shonen Jump characters <laughs> got into a new game, which could be kind of fun. What? Which should be really cool. Um, 
Other than that, I've kind of just been waiting around for specific announcements that I hadn't heard yet. And mm -hmm. I was kind of just curious to see if I'm missing something or if something's going on. I know Sony's pretty much going on right now. It right? just finished up. Yeah. Oh, it just finished. So I don't know if anything got posted, but I was just surprised that there were things that I was expecting like that what? I hadn't heard. I am surprised that I haven't heard anything about Mortal Kombat 11 for some oh, reason. Yeah. I've just been pretty sold on the fact that that was going to get announced, hmm. especially given how many like hints Ed Boon had kind of been throwing towards uh, an announcement. And then also just like the timing of it. Like literally this is exactly how NRS titles work. And like the last Injustice 2's like deluxe everything Injustice game just came out. So hmm. this is the time for you to announce the next thing. And it's usually a CGI trailer. Yeah. And then you do things from here on out. But uh, I hadn't heard anything. So I was just kind of surprised. Um, other than that, I didn't really have too much else to go on. I am also waiting given the the Walmart leaked list or whatever, I'm waiting for Borderlands 3. Is yeah. that not announced yet? Do I not? I mean, dude, the yet? fact, like, so today was kind of the last day for major publishers to go. Tomorrow yeah. will be Nintendo, and you're not going to see a fucking yeah. Borderlands Mortal Kombat 3. 11 exclusive yeah. for the Switch. Yeah, oh yeah, you're not going <laughs> to see, you're not going to see that on Nintendo. Um, Rats. But no, I mean, it's been a, I'm at the point now with E3 where I'm not in the same sort of uh, energy that most of the, my other peers are in, in terms of like being super hyped for the announcements and stuff. Right. But from software announced their newest game, yeah, and it's not a Dark Souls, and it's not Bloodborne, uh, and it's called uh, Sekiro, Sekiro, yeah, Sekiro, something like that. Sekiro. <laughs> One more time. Max, just for me. Say it again. Suck it. I thought it was like, <laughs> <laughs> suck it. It's called Sekiro, and uh, it's... It's borrowing from feudal Japan, like feudal samurai fantasy, mm -hmm. and it's it kind of looks like their follow up to Tenchu yeah. mixed with Dark Souls. It's very cool because when you mentioned it in the uh, the group chat, I was like, "What is this? This is just Neo, right?" That's mm -hmm. what I thought. And then I looked up and saw the trailer for it, and it's very different. It's not that slow, like like you know, daunting play style that Dark Souls has. It is a lot more active. It is a lot more like action RPG style like with the whole grappling hook situations. Now you can like grapple hook onto the enemies and fling forward and get them down. And it's, would you say it it's more cool. like samurai based or like ninja type shit? Like a mixture. I'd say they look like samurais, but they fight like ninjas. Is it rooted in uh, like actual Japanese, like, uh, I 100% guess. historically accurate. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering. Cause like, <laughs> cause like I was looking, I was actually, I spent a lot of time this weekend, probably like four or five hours, literally just on PSN going through every single title and being it's like, fun. would I buy this? Well, yeah. You know? <laughs> I love and, doing that. Yeah. And I ended up getting a game that was free. There you go. I looked at Neo and it looked like it was, I, I mean, you can clarify. It seemed like it was a little bit more of like a fantasy landscape as opposed to like maybe like a, a traditional Japanese yeah. or something. Uh, but one of the things that I kept looking for and I couldn't get satisfied with was just a fucking samurai game. Like I just wanted to get a samurai game with cool katanas and fight people. And I couldn't well, play it for honor, dude. Yeah, I was about to game. say the same thing, dude. To, yeah, I was about to. I was thinking about buying. I'll that. buy a discount for honor. It's still and play sixty with you. bucks. Is it really? Dude, I thought it was like fourteen ninety nine. They had a fucking sale where Final Fantasy fifteen was twenty five dollars, and um, Auto or Grand Theft Auto five was like twenty bucks. Damn. Yeah. So they also announced the newest Assassin's Creed game, Hunter, and it's set in Greece, ancient Greece, hmm. and I think you would love it. You think I would I think, love it? I think you would really like... Because I think Assassin's Creed games are, would be... I think you would just like those games. And it being in Greece, I think you're going to really dig it. Huh. 
Okay, nice, well, and I think you're going to love God of War. I think you should play God of War as yep. well. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking about buying God of War as well. Yeah. It was 50 bucks. Also and I was on like, sale. Mm-hmm. 50 bucks? Yeah, that's not that's as not expensive as bad. brand new. It hey? looks pretty fucking good. Bucks off. You, will like, you will like it it's for sure. It's supposed to be pretty cool. Um. Yeah. No. They announced Neo Two just an hour or so ago. Hmm. Wow. Which is, and then you've got this game called Ghosts of Tsushima, which oh, is oh yeah, I was another samurai game. That. It's just crazy. Like three samurai games popped up all at the same time. <laughs> it's like instead yeah. of the year of fighting games, this is the exactly what you were looking for. You're like, I couldn't find a samurai game on the PSN store. Like, well, they noticed Hunter, yeah. and they're like, we gotta flood the market. And Ghosts of Tsushima looks like they're really trying to borrow from samurai movies. Because a lot of games recently have been trying to tout this achievement of never uh, making a camera break where it's always one long take. And Mm. this one was purposely breaking the camera often to set up um, just very uh, cinematic camera shots. Mm -hmm. And with these like really intensely decorated sets and like rich color palettes. Uh, So it looked pretty cool, too. Yeah, I had seen a few things for that, and I thought it looked awesome. That might be what you're looking for, yeah. particularly if you're looking for, like, I just want a samurai and clash katanas with another samurai. That might be right. I mean, I guess it just sounds basic, but at the end of the day, I just kept searching for keywords like gladiator, samurai, (laughs) viking. Like, I was just, like, trying to find shit, and I know that that's... Speaking of Viking, there's a so you can't you can't gift people games on PSN, which kills me because I would have already bought you these two games. But Mm. the Banner Saga and the Banner Saga Two are real time strategy games, turn based, like you like. Okay, and they are tales about Vikings, and Mm. there is like some Norse mythology sewn in there, so it's a little fantastical. And (laughs) in between the fights, you are following the narrative of these Vikings, and you make decisions. You make narrative decisions and you can like lose characters. They can die and stuff like that based on your choices. And Dope. you would love it. I know you would like this game. So <laughs> keep that one in your head as well next time you're searching. Good shit. Yeah, turn-based is always up my, uh, up my alley. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I do want to mention that Jump Force game that you brought up, yeah. uh, Max, where you got Naruto, Goku, the dude from Death Note, is in there yeah. the guy what? from One Piece? The guy from One, One Piece. Piece is they're in there. They're all there, man. All the, the warriors. And it's a Death three. Gonna fucking do. And it's a three D brawler that looks very much. I don't know what the the genre of game is, but I'm gonna call it a Dissidia like game because you've ever seen Final yeah. Fantasy Final Fantasy Dissidia. It's this third person fighting brawler, and to me, it's an extremely Japanese style of game because we saw them everywhere in the arcades hmm. whether it was like gundam versions or just random mecha this genre was everywhere and it makes me think that like this is a game aimed for the arcades and i'm curious like man it could this game if 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 it had the reputation when it came out and people were like yo this is like budokai tenkaichi would you try it because it looks visually like that exact style of fighting yeah. I would try it. I mean, yeah. if it has cool characters, I'm down. I love all those characters. If I'm invested in them. Is yeah. Yusuke in it? It may be, dude. That would be the fucking selling point. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> That's so sick. That would be so tight. <laughs> if anybody from uh, Yu Yu Show made it in, then I might shit. just be sold on. Oh, oh I could main Karama. <laughs> that would be done. So, are you kidding me? Oh boy! Oh, now you got me thinking. Your mind right now, Jones. No, I would, I would try it. I mean, 
I honestly am kind of shallow when it comes to what's going to get me hooked to start trying a game. You know, it's like all it's got to be is free and I'm in yeah. free <laughs> or I've got to have some sort of vested interest in the characters or yeah. or have a great recommendation from somebody. So, right on. you know, that's cool. Anyway, kind of extended little chat before the show. So let's go ahead and roll into witty banter. This is witty banter. I thought that was the show. I thought we were in the show. I forgot. No. The show's just begun. <laughs> Don't okay. you worry. So I have a couple of pieces of news uh, to go through. The first is I want to talk about uh, the Evo registrations. We recently got an update on Twitter on what the like layout was in terms of signups for every game. So I want to go from number eight to number one and tell okay. you guys where we're at. Number eight, we've got Injustice 2. Okay, That's the number last seven, one? Last one, yeah. Dang, okay. Number seven is Guilty Gear uh, Rev 2. Really? Really far down there. Yeah, where the hell is Tag Battle? That's crazy. Right is above it, number six. Number hmm. six, okay, cool. And it cool. kind of makes sense because Tag Battle, like, one, you are bringing a bunch of properties together, so you're combining fan bases. True. And two, Blaze, like, the just the game itself, uh, Tag Battle is really easy to play. It's... It's like the Dragon Ball Fighters of Blaze Blue, you know. Yeah, two button mm. fighter, baby. Ooh. So <laughs> it makes sense. It does kind of bum me out because I felt like Guilty Gear was gaining some momentum, but the fact that it's still at Evo, I guess, is honestly good enough, you know. Yeah, right. Dope. Um, so yeah, then Blaze Blue, and then we've got Super Smash Brothers Wii U, and then Super Smash Brothers Melee. Um, <laughs> number three is Tekken. Nice. That's about right. So good to see Tekken Seven beating out Smash Brothers. I feel like anything above Smash Brothers is kind of getting into like a pretty prolific yeah area. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and then sort of the new the whole news item of this thing. Number one is Dragon Ball Fighters. Number two is Street Fighter Five. Yeah, we predicted that. That makes sense. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that's what I thought it was going to be. That's always how it is when a new game comes out with such magnitude. I mean, even if you look at Street Fighter Five's entrance its first year. Versus like any like preceding year after it, mm-hmm. it was like it was five thousand people the first entry or the first year. Right, that's God. insane, and that's never gonna be beaten, right? Yeah, and then yeah, that's when nuts. that is insane, right? And then the next year it was like twenty five hundred, and it was still considered like a successful yeah. like run, right? And then with Dragon Ball Fighters, there's just too much uh, like press behind it. I think it came out at the perfect time to where like there, mm-hmm. you know, it came out was announced the game came out itself and like registration opened up like right around then. Yeah. So people were just like Jones and just ready to be like I'm going to Evo and everybody yeah. just all got online and all signed up. Cause it's been ahead for the longest time. And I think that like a lot of these people, I'm not saying like some of these people aren't even going to go, but like some of these people might not even end up being as invested in the game. Right. Cause like I was more invested at the game when it first came out mm-hmm. than I am now. And if I was like a big tournament player, I might've been more inclined to try to like sign up for yeah. that too. So I mean I'm not I'm not surprised. I don't think they're gonna do the combo breaker thing and put uh, DBFZ as the headliner. I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't. Oh, think, I you think, think it'll remain be. the number yeah. two spot? I think it'll still be Street Fighter Five. I just think. What's that, the difference? Uh, being like the very last game played is pretty much always Street Fighter. Combo Breaker just recently broke that and said that whichever one got the most entrance, that's what we're going to play last, which ended up being Dragon Ball Fighters. But the reason why I thought before that you wouldn't do that is because it's a Capcom Pro Tour event, and there's no real big circuit surrounding uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, so there's nobody that you've got to really like 
look over to and be like, oh, sorry, I can't put your game up. Hmm. Right. So. So this is more of a what is the significance of it being the number one on the registration sheet or whatever? Does that carry any weight with it or uh, it's probably the first year that it's not been Street Fighter. Yeah. Probably other than maybe like a Marvel versus Capcom two or three heyday. This is probably the first time it's ever not been Street Fighter. What, I mean, so the reluctance in, in not having Street Fighter uh, as the last game, is that more of just a tradition thing, or is it you truly think that there's more fan base there? Or uh, That's a good question. I think it could come down to being like actual, like the tradition, right? Where Street Fighter is always the headliner, right? It could come down to just like I was talking about before, Capcom like is invested and you don't want to piss off the company that is, you know, working hard to mm. promote the game or giving you the game and like allowing you to play it. And then it also could just be that the entrance may not be the same as viewership. Right. Right. Cause I know mm. that like the viewers might come into, I know that's how it is with melee a lot. Like melee doesn't always have the right amount of entrance, but there's been years when people watched more melee than like the second game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because people just love to watch that game. So that might be something too, as well to consider because just cause there's a bunch of people playing, you might not have as many people watching, which is honestly not the most important thing, but at the point of actually showing the game that is, you y'all know. think y'all think other people are getting fatigued with DBFZ the way we are. Well, I don't know. Like, I was actually just telling Darian this. It was like my New Year's resolution to like really dedicate myself to fighting games, and I've I've kind of gotten to the point now where I'm I'm letting that go, and I'm just <laughs> taking a step back and just being like, look, I don't really dedicate time to this, and it's because and like there's a reason for that, you know. If if I always have to feel like I'm forcing myself to do this, then it's a chore and it's not fun, mm-hmm. and I'd yeah. rather just play the other games I want to play. Um, right. And I don't know what that is. That seems more of a personal thing with me, but. I feel the fatigue in the sense that I don't want to watch it when it's live and I don't want to play it. So I don't know. Yeah, I would like to uh, look into that because I've honestly disconnected myself a lot from the events and things going on based around it. I mean, when Combo Breaker was up, I pretty much just like watched Street Fighter and then dipped. and I didn't even really stick around to watch Dragon Ball Fighters, even though I know it was a pretty it was a pretty big one. Yeah. Um, And I'm not really sure how the momentum is like staying with the game i don't really follow a lot of the players myself so that'd be interesting to kind of find out Hmm. i know that i i hear it a lot on like podcasts that i listen to people saying now that like i don't really feel i like you know oh this is a secret but i don't really like watching dragon ball fighters that much Hmm. so maybe that's a common taste going around but i don't really know man can't tell if I might just be accidentally subconsciously shilling my own game. So we could be <laughs> we could do a segment soon about maybe things we'd want to see change to the engine that might make it a little more interesting. As I watched this guy on YouTube who gave a list of changes that he would like to see, and it was fucking brilliant in my opinion. I was like, wow, that oh, would make cool. the game awesome, you know. Hmm. And it might be fun to have like a little brainstorming session like that. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let me move on. We're still in the realm of Dragon Ball Fighters and you were talking about Capcom Pro Tour events versus a game that doesn't have any sort of backing, but there was a tweet from Bandai Namco's US account that came out and it reads, I'm going to just read the whole thing. Quote, "Today, we're excited to announce the Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour. There the inaugural stop for the World Tour begins at the CEO Gaming Fighting Game Championships with registrations open now and ending on June 19th and then it says more details will be revealed soon and when I read this and this is literally the only information I can find on it it sounds to me like this might be the start of some kind of Capcom Pro Tour like yeah. backing from Bandai 
Hmm. For sure. I mean, that's going to be exactly what it is. And honestly, knowing that now, I'm much more up in the air on whether or not it could be headlining Evo or not. Because Bandai is a huge company, like it's probably I mean it's bigger than Capcom. Yeah, I was wondering what yeah. is uh, the what's the most relevant uh, Bandai game that's out other than Tekken. DBZ? Oh, Tekken. Tekken is also Bandai. I mean, but do Namco Bandai publishes more games than you would you would even recognize the names of. They are one yeah. of the biggest, most prolific publishers in the industry. Like, yeah. they do so much. I mean, they published uh, Dark Souls. You know, like. They, is there a, is there like a Tekken World Tour? Yes, okay. it's called the Tekken World Tour. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I like the intuitiveness. Yeah, right. Well, it's made by the same people who did the Dragon Ball Z World <laughs> Dragon Tour, Ball or Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour. Tour. I mean, yeah. So honestly, with that information, I am pretty confident in saying that Dragon Ball Fighters will probably headline Evo then. Wow, at that point. that'll be that'll know, be fun I to watch. I still think there's yeah. a, a lot of prestige and like almost class about having it Street Fighter be the headlining. But if that if that happens and it's not, then I feel like we are watching the transition from Evo being this like this thing whose roots was Street Fighter street, mm-hmm. and, and like now Evo is just becoming its own thing. You it's know? just and an yeah. FGC. Thing. Also, I think that will influence other uh, tournaments to be a little bit more open to doing that themselves if they do it. I think if Evo put Dragon Ball Fighters first, then other tournaments might be able to come out and be like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that too, or like feel a little bit more like at ease to do that and not, you know, I guess piss off Street Fighter fans that much. Yeah. But there's also the thing where it's probably going to be on TV again. So if it has a time slot, then you might not be able to change the time slot yeah. given the Mandalay Bay and stuff. So. I have a question real quick. Yeah. So did Capcom develop Street Fighter? Mm-hmm. Because Arxis developed DBFZ, right? Right. Yeah. So what's the difference between having the company that published it versus who developed it actually like being the backing in it? So what I can tell you, as I, I mean, literally I'm in this business, I work for a publisher, is when you are the publisher for a development studio, you're basically saying, hey, you work on the product, we're going to do everything else for you. We're mm-hmm. going to market it. We're going to make sure it's up to legal muster. We're going to make sure it passes compliance. We're going to do the scheduling for you guys. All you're going to do is make sure that the game is being made and you meet the milestones that we've set for you, right? And so with Bandai Namco being the publisher of the game, they are going to have, a, they probably own the title, like they probably own the intellectual property. It's their game technically. Hmm. So they can one kind of do, I'm assuming do what they want with it. And two, um, they're going to take a lot of the, you know, they, they shouldered a lot of the costs for the game. So that also gives them the leverage and the, the right to sort of, uh, develop the business around it, you know? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just didn't know if there was some sort of difference in having the developer, make the world tour like make have to do all of the promoting if that's like a harder thing than just having the publisher do it or something if, if i am not mistaken i mean capcom is everything right to street fighter like it's one huge thing like bandai pretty much it's went like, to yeah, arc like systems work and was like hey man we're gonna buy we your shit. see that you guys make some cool <laughs> games that nobody plays how about you use <laughs> our cool title yeah. that way people will really play it and like yeah all right cool yeah and arc system works is also kind of unique too because they also publish a shitload of games too hmm. like arc system works is not only a developer but they also publish anime fighters like they published unist for example even though really? Unist was not the developer. yeah like arc system what a works weird is exchange all of hands man what a weird like i don't know it's just an <laughs> octopus of hands 
Whose hand is that? Well, you kind of just wonder, like, what was the asking price, the selling price for, you know, if if I had the ability to be able to publish this game, what's it going to take for me to give it up to to uh, Bandai Namco? That's true. I don't know. Tremendous amount, man. I mean, I I look at what Arc System Works has created in their 3D engine, and I truly think it's something, it's, it's gold. Like, it's, until other people start catching on and doing it and I know some artists are like I follow some people on Twitter who don't work for developers but who are constantly trying to like accomplish the look that they have and I think that has bought them like five to ten years of kind of being able to make their own way yeah can I just comment on that too that I was thinking about that today like because I was watching Megalobox and then there was a scene where they wanted to do a pan of the arena Mm -hmm. and they switched to CGI and it like took me out of it completely because yeah. you're like, this is bullshit, <laughs> yeah. right? This doesn't look anything like the anime. But I was, it made me think of Arc System Works and what they've been doing a lot with 3D modeling and making that look as anime as possible. And like, why? I don't want to say like, why does it have to stop here? But like, in the, how long is it going to take for that to become more of a norm in anime in general? I think it's very soon, dude. And, and yeah. I honestly like, it's a conversation worth having because. I was watching, I finished Evangelion this past weekend, Mm -hmm. and there are many times where, like, I can't tell which it is. Hmm. I can't tell if they're either animating it on every frame and spending, like, a fuck ton of money on animating it, or if it's CG. And it's honestly gotten to a point now where I'm like, unless something is so obvious that it breaks the experience for me, almost like an old, like like, like the prequel trilogy of Star Wars would, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I can't tell i'm gonna stop looking for it because if i can't tell who fucking cares you but know? you'll find that you can tell a lot though yeah i mean like, I'm the same the way berserk naturally ones oh, like God. The, dude it's horrible horrendous right <laughs> cgi and the example i was using is is in a situation where i, I couldn't tell yeah but, which yeah. is great you know. yeah yeah because i think that's super important because that's such a limiter to anime is like not being able to film things in a certain way because you can't like just the idea of rotating mm-hmm. or spinning around an object or anything like or moving that way through space, spinning around a room, panning through a room is so hard to draw and animate because like you have to take into consideration the nuances of how things are shifting. It's all, it's all perspective. Yeah. Yeah. That perspective stuff you really can't do unless, you know, you spend $10 million and you're Disney yeah. or Pixar or I guess not Pixar because <laughs> they do animated stuff now. But like. If you could start bringing that over, like we what we see in Dragon Ball Fighters, like that's gonna change the game. Of I think that's a really interesting connection to make to think that maybe a game developer could push anime, yeah, as opposed to the other way around. You know? I be, mean, that yeah. anime on YouTube, Ruby, that's owned by Rooster Teeth, I'm pretty sure is a hundred percent 3D models. Yeah, that's hmm. true. And I know earlier episodes of that didn't look like super duper great from what I saw, but I'm sure it's gotten a lot better now. And right. maybe like them focusing so much on that will help again provide more money and more you know experience with people working with that style of animation so cool yeah all right well we went um about as long as we need to i had one more thing i want to talk about but we can can it for now so let's go and take a little break and head to halftime we'll be back in just a second if you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast. Want to steer the conversation or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for a beer or a question for us to answer on the show. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, head on over to iTunes and leave a review and feel free to share it with your friends. 
Let's get back to it. So is the Shinerbach shit or what? What's going on? <laughs> Shinerbach is the shit, and I'm glad you were able to predict that. That's great. <laughs> I don't know about you. I like mine. How, is it good? What does it taste yeah, like? I mean, what are the tasting notes on your Shiner Bohemian Black Lager? It's so. I think it drinks similar to the Bach, right? It's, right. It's. I guess this is where my sophistication reaches a not so sophisticated level because if I think about a like a Bach, the most Bachs that I've had, and then kind of compare it to maybe like how I drink a black lager, it's kind of similar, I guess, right. you know, like I guess I just can them in the same bucket or whatever, but it is kind of sweet, a little Ooh. roasty. Ooh. Um, it's smooth, Ooh. but it's not like milky smooth. It's It's just kind of like, you know, Smooth not and lumpy, not not super viscous, or maybe really viscous. I don't know what the difference is. I always forget that, but yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's closer to water than it is to fudge. Well, then that's <laughs> not viscous. It's that's a low not viscosity. Viscous? Okay, low viscosity. Okay, okay. Yeah, but sure. uh, but yeah, no, I I like it. I think it's a pleasant surprise, and um, I think they could have definitely attempted this and not made it as good as it was. So good right on, on them. That's good. Uh, my beer, I mean, obviously you can taste the hundreds and hundreds of years of, of Germany and br- mastery <laughs> of German brewing. And, uh, while I wouldn't say this is necessarily full flavored or hop jacked, I would say that it's not full flavored or hop jacked. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot of hops as much, but maybe, maybe considering some of the other, uh, Shiner titles. Do you think you there? can can decipher what 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 kind of alcohol or what kind of beer it is? What type of beer? Yeah, I mean, what best? It's guess? like a like a like a weak IPA. <laughs> weak a whipper. A whipper, right? <laughs> weak IPA, you know, yeah. maybe. Uh, I think that's you know kind of what it's going for with that sort of hoppy flavor to it. Um, but it's really nothing too crazy. It's got a little bit more character than a standard Shiner Bach would. Right, but mm-hmm. I'm also I'm not a Shiner Bach hater. I like Shiner Bach a lot. Yeah, it's a good drinkable beer. I think we're all on the right? on the Bach board. I think you know? yeah, we're on the Bach train here. It's just <laughs> when you try to expand off of something that's like, hey man, maybe don't step out of your element so much. You know what I mean? <laughs> like when your boy <laughs> makes a really good grilled cheese, and then he comes over, he's like, guys, I've been <laughs> cooking up these steaks. You're gonna love them. And it's like, oh, we came for the grilled cheese though. <laughs> you know, so maybe that's the deal. Got you. Right on. How's that Oban treating you, Chase? It's good. It is one. It's just so easy to drink. It's one of those uh, scotches where it's just like, hey, do you not drink hard alcohol? Well, this is the one for you kind of deal. Yeah. You know, like it's it's really easy to enjoy. Um, very mellow, very light, not very smoky at all. So uh, very nice agreeable and approachable. Yeah. Um, hey, I wanted to let you guys know that I finished Evangelion uh, this last oh. week and I watched the final movie. Oh, really? And I was devastatingly disappointed <laughs> oh no the last no. movie sucks really how really many movies bad. are there Four? there's three. three three one is like the first one's like an hour and a half the second one was like two and a half hours and the last one was an hour and a half do we have an idea of when they were released roughly is the third one relatively new the third one is supposed to be the end like andrew was saying that the tv show never finished but when the movie came out they tried to put some kind of extra scenes in the mm. end to like kind of finish out the story which i don't think the story ends at all 
Um, it's an incredibly disappointing movie from a narrative standpoint. The thing is, I wasn't really interested in the plot until the very end of the second movie. And when I was ready for those sort of loose ends to be tied up, God damn, that is the last thing they were thinking about, clearly. <laughs> what? Really? Well, that's interesting yeah. that you should say that. Um, but you did say that you were marveling a little bit at like the animation, right? The yeah, animation and was I don't... Cool. I don't think the animation was as good in the third one. I think its best scenes were actually not in the mechs this time. Hunter, there was a particular scene where one of the main characters plays piano and hmm. him and the protagonist begin playing piano together. Hmm. And the scenes that they animated of the two player, of the two uh, people playing were like some of the most beautifully animated work I've ever seen in my life. Like yeah. you got to check it out. If anything, just YouTube like good. piano scenes or something. Hmm. You'll, you'll see them right um, on. Interesting, but yeah, so, dude, I, I I was disappointed. I I thought I thought the first movie was like grab my attention. The second one just kept the fucking pedal down on the floor, and then kind of made me care a little bit. And then the third one was just a train wreck. So, so. you were really into the first two, like you would say, yeah, that absolutely. You, you really like those, mm-hmm. so that's unfortunate. And you think that it's just because it didn't tie up the loose ends. It's, that's why it, you it, don't it like goes, it, or was there just nothing really going on in the movie? It's it's that. It's like it goes from like. Hey, this is kind of uh, a little too grand and melodramatic, but everything else that's happening is really fun to watch, and I kind of like these characters. And the second one being like, wow, they're really leaning into this fucking melodrama that I don't care about. But there's a few things that I'm picking up on which are interesting. And then the third one is just like total fucking nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you just don't get it. Chase. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. Chase. Don't sugarcoat it. And that's that's the thing is like when it when it was over i like turned around and looked at darren and I'm like well this sucks because now i have to go online and figure out what the hell i just watched you know i, I have to have someone tell me what happened because this does not yeah. make sense it you did know? not yeah display the story properly to you how That's... does it compare to the second uh james bond with uh <laughs> what's his face i think i'd rather watch evangelion dude <laughs> Uh-oh. what was that james bond again man the quantum of, quantum of solace quantum of solace did you guys ever see uh the most recent one specter or whatever uh-huh. Mm-mm. I thought that one was terrible. That one was bad, right? It was bad. It wasn't. But it wasn't it was Quantum like, of Solace bad. Yeah, it wasn't miserable. I've never seen Quantum of Solace, so we were Quantum just, of Solace is like baffling to me that someone could be a professional writer and like deliver that script. <laughs> I, it was just funny because for whatever reason we watched it and we were in this certain mind frame where we were just like really intently thinking about the plot. <laughs> we were just like, how the fuck did he get here? <laughs> like, there's no way that it, whatever happened in the show, there's no backing for it. It was funny. Mm, that's unfortunate for that. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of uh, movies, I do also want to bring up that I saw the movie Hereditary. Uh, oh, yes. that was spooky. Dude, and uh, I won't say too much about it. I will say that, like, that movie fucking, like, had me feeling some type of way. for real when i left and i know like that's like a niche meme you know but like i legitimately that movie did something to like my heart and my core (laughs) like scared you dude like at there's no jumpy right jump scares you will not get jump scared at any point right but that will not help you release the tension that you feel throughout practically the entirety of the film nor will it help you release from the shock that happens to you at times. There were literally times when I was like classic 
hands on my mouth oh, <laughs> looking man. at the theater and I was just like looking over at Andra and she was looking back at me. We were just like puzzled and confused and like reeling from what had happened, all these different sort of situations. And also the way that this guy does his like horror scenes, like on the note of not having jump scares, there's plenty of times when it just opens to a scene and there's something scary going on. Yeah. And you're terrified. And it's not like you <laughs> jumped out and got at you. It's like you're looking at like somebody gave you a picture and you had enough time to like look at the picture at your own pace. Yeah. And you were looking at it and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Dude, there was plenty of moments like that. And you saw it in a the theater? Oh, yeah. Saw it in theaters. And uh, it was, I mean, look, dude, that movie is something special and it is something new. And I think that you both should see it. It's like, I like the movie so much and I would totally like... I guess recommend it, right? But I will probably not ever watch it again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's that intense for me. Okay. Like, it's way more, like, dude, I, I don't know. I might be overhyping it, but I really do feel like this movie was, like, something crazy to Dope. me. So no? That's all I'm going to say on it. Probably go watch Hereditary. It's pretty wild. Okay. All right. Well, we got a bunch of mail piling up in the mailbag, so right let's on. jump over, open said mailbag, and get some of these questions out of the mailbag. Awesome. Mailbag. Um, first one comes from Dooney. I like this question. If you could select one American cartoon to be preserved in a time capsule for eternity, which would it be and why? Hmm. And he says everlasting shows like SpongeBob and Ed, Ed, and Eddie are already in the capsule. So he's kind of clearing off our plates a little bit. Okay. Why are those everlasting? Because I think he, I think they're obvious choices. Okay. Um, he doesn't want obvious choices. Then I'm not going to... All right, then I'll go first. All right. Okay, because I don't know that many American cartoons, I don't think. At Wh- this point. What did you watch as a child? Uh, SpongeBob. Uh, and, CNN. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> SpongeBob and Dragon Ball Z and yeah, Power Rangers. And There's two that come to mind for me. And okay. one is my own personal favorite as far as a cartoon. Oh, this actually was lost on the, the lost oh, yeah. episode. I know what you're going right. to say. Because yep. I have two of them. My very favorite like childhood cartoon would probably be Courage the Cowardly Dog. Mm-hmm. And I think that that movie or that show did a lot of really like innovative stuff for like pushing the boundaries for what was okay to show to kids and like making it like letting kind of everybody be like, look, kids are not the same kind of kids that they used to be anymore. <laughs> we got to do some weird stuff. Yeah. And it's going to be new and interesting. It's really going to help them develop their imaginations. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other one that I would recommend is probably to put in uh, the Batman animated series because that was another mm-hmm. one that I really liked. And I think that, that also did a lot of really special things for exposing people to a very like different style of cartoon and where it was like an action cartoon, but it wasn't like action E it was an actual, that's like one of the only detective based stories mm-hmm. that I could ever see kids watching uh, as a cartoon. And I thought it was cool. I thought it did a lot to shape the Batman universe itself and to shape like superheroes going forward. So those are probably be my two picks for it. Dope. Chase, you got anything? Yeah, I would probably meander over to like regular show or Adventure Time. Hmm. Yeah, do you think do you think those are worth it? Well, those are just so I'm modern. Not give I think you the <laughs> Adventure Time is just another obvious choice because I think that was also another one that like broke down a lot of different. I think that Adventure Time Forward are a different type of cartoons. They're American cartoons. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying that like for American cartoons, American cartoons after Adventure Time were made differently. Hmm. Yeah. Based around what Adventure Time did. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. What about like Aqua Teen Hunger Force or some shit? <laughs> that See, was awesome. That's kind of going in more of the realm that I was thinking, like, I couldn't think of anything good, and it might be a Lagrange, but I just 
thought Metalocalypse would be funny to put in there. Yeah, I just feel like it kind of like encompassed a time and a place that was kind of like our childhood humor in a lot of ways. I think it's important to note that like those types of cartoons were also coming out based around. I think it was definitely like within the cartoons coming out. I don't think it was anything that like started that wave, but like Adult Swim late night cartoons. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was its own beast. Yeah, Adult Swim was practically its own channel, as far as I was concerned. You mm-hmm. know, that wasn't Cartoon Network anymore, baby. No, it that was, was not. That was a whole slew of programming <laughs> that was just for me, right? <laughs> so, I think it's important. That's a good one. All right, Junior Ray, another question. Woody Banter just got hired for the heist of the century. Sick. What is everybody's code name? <laughs> code name? Oh, man. What's it going to be? Silky Do Slick we- Max. Silky Slick? But... Uh, so do we do we just go with our nicknames or we this is a code name right like yeah people yeah. would can't, know that was me yeah we can't draw <laughs> it back <laughs> all we know is that he went by silky slick oh no we just found out that's Max Scott lives in Houston Texas because <laughs> I mean and I'm almost like tempted to not give myself my own code name I would say that we would all probably have like like animal names or something like back when we chose our own animals, because I feel like the octopus for chase is totally like his code name in a heist. What? Puss? Like yeah. called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really told a funny one, didn't you there, Hunter? <laughs> You're laughing up. Look at him. He's cracking up. Octo or puss? <laughs> well, it depends on what he's doing at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It depends on what he's doing. Maybe he's charming the ladies. Maybe he has his hands and a bunch of stuff at all times, you know, the sticky bandit oh, controlling. Yeah. Th- who's the sticky bandit? <laughs> is he the sticky bandit? Maybe. What? <laughs> I don't know. So. I don't have. I mean, this is where clever defeats me because I I don't have anything that comes to mind that I think I could on the spot. It couldn't be just like the dunt, you know. The dunt. <laughs> the dunter. The funt. The funter thirty three. Sure, just give me funt. Funt. I'll be funt. <laughs> I don't I think don't it's, it rolls off the tongue, but that's, we'll go with it. That's not the point, you know. It's just to hide your secret identity. Chase, what are you? Cheese. Well, just call him Diesel, dude. Yeah, man, quesito over there. It'd be quesito. The little cheeto. Quesito. Yeah, little cheese. The <laughs> little, little cheese. Little cheese. Oh, man. That was one of the only organic nicknames that came around that I was like, I can live with this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> quesito. Oh, man. Thank you. All right, D- Dungeon Horse set. Would you rather have more money or more free time than you currently have? Easy money. Uh, yeah, money for sure. Because more money will give me more free time. Yeah, more money will eventually lead to more free time. I would get more money and then retire. It's a day-to-day thing, but I'd say money. I mean, the yeah, I mean, ideally the reason why you work is to make money. Right. And if you had money, you would have more free time. I agree. <laughs> uh, but There's logic there. Yeah, I mean, even like I was saying this weekend, like I basically had three full days, actually like four full days, where I was just like, didn't have much going on, just like sat around and it wasn't that great. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't just the mere fact of having free time that was like, you know, the splendid, wonderful thing. I need free time when it's convenient. Yeah. That's the thing. If I have free time, it's yeah. just at the worst times of the day. And money's always convenient. Yeah. And money, yeah. I could take that. Doesn't matter if I'm asleep. Doesn't matter if it's three AM. Yep. Doesn't matter if it's two PM. I'll take that money. Yeah. What's up, Chase? Okay. What's the next um, one? Yeah, so this next question comes from Judy Ray. It says, let's imagine that everyone at Witty Banter has only played their favorite game. 
I That's think he means life. fighting game. He says, now based solely upon play style, going game by game, the player of that game decides which characters the uninitiated would use so they start when they start to play. All right, so what he's saying is like, Max, if Hunter was starting Street Fighter, you would have to give him the character that he needs to play. And if you were going to play Guilty Gear, I would have to give you the character that you should play. I think so this so could forth. expand outside of fighting games, though. Like, okay. Depending yeah. on the game, if you have like, well, he, he you could all of his examples games. were fighting games. So, but we can we can blow it out a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So, um, what are you thinking? So, well, I mean, it's the same thing I recommend to anybody who fucking plays Street Fighter. It's just to play Cammy or play Birdie, the two easiest characters to play, and they're both really good. So, if you stick with them and decide not to branch out at all, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> it's my recommendation. <laughs> I've got nothing for this. I literally on, don't know what I'm... Wh- okay, Nidhogg 2. <laughs> I haven't played it before. You should play the yellow guy. No, okay. but which, which weapon do I use? You know what I mean? Like, what's the weapon of choice? you got to use them all. If that's you the can, thing. Yeah, you have to use them all. But if you can really learn to use the arrows in a sufficient way, that's where then it is. That's where good. it is? That's, yeah. the, one that's for where sure. the, the wheat separated from the chaff? Yeah. All right. Well, Chase, what's that game yours? was fucking hilarious. That game dude. is, yeah, that game was money well spent. Even though I played it for probably collectively six hours. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I probably played Gang Beast for three hours, and I <laughs> fucking was, was also dying. Money well spent. <laughs> <laughs> but I was playing Gang Beast, dude. Gang Beast is great. What about oh, you, Chase? Man. What about, what about what's you, your Chase? game, and what what do you recommend us? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chase, I really want to get into. I think you should play Sin in Guilty Gear. Yeah. You're saying me personally? Or are you saying. Yeah, I've been wanting you to play Sin for a long time. Is it because you just can't handle my venom? Is that you just want me to switch off of. Max, I'm going to tell tell you what I told you last week. I play to the skill level of every opponent that I play. (laughs) What are you trying to say? That was some of those. Trying to say I play exactly where you're at. Where you're at, man. Wherever your venom is, that's where you at. Maybe I was just conditioning you to play that way, you know? It's meta there, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. And I think, uh, Hunter, I'll, I'll just give you Soul Bad Guy. He's he's a good little, uh, good beginner character. a good name. Too. Not Voldo. Vol- <laughs> Dude, <laughs> has Voldo not been announced for Street Fighter? Of course for, he's been announced. Soul Calibur Six. Voldo? Yes. He 100% has not been announced for Soul Calibur There's Six. There's no, well, okay, even if he hasn't, Voldo is going to be in the game. I don't know, man. <laughs> Everybody bet know. you, I dude, I will bet you lunch at Evo weekend. <laughs> All right, we're Vol- they were documenting this shit right now. All right, I'll bet you lunch that, that he does Voldo not get won't be in Soul Calibur before Evo. That he will not get announced before Evo for sure. I'm looking it up right now. What Soul <laughs> Calibur is it? Soul Calibur Six. Because I thought y'all were gonna say The Witcher on Soul Calibur Six. He's already in the game. I know. Y'all were going to recommend that I play that. Oh, <laughs> that's true. What is it? What's the? What's I don't know. I can't He's see. He's not it. in there. I'm telling you, man. Maxi got announced. My main got announced last. So that's great. And everybody said, that's cool. That's like the whole cast that everybody wants. I wonder who else is Dude, Voldo be has been around since day one. I don't think Voldo was in Soul Calibur Five. What? Yes, he was. There's no way he wasn't. <laughs> Bro, quit trying to act like you're some sort of soul caliber head that knows Dude, all the Dude, that's soul like saying lore. Ken isn't going to be in Street Fighter. That's 100% not the same. It's like saying T-Hawk is not going to be in Street Fighter. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are fucking crazy. You're way um, 
All right, another question from Junior Ray. Let's assume that everyone at Witty Banter was a highly skilled fighting game player. Yeah, Given the choice, would assumption. you become a character specialist or be able to play multiple characters at a high level? Which one's cooler or more appealing to you? Uh, I mean, you probably won't get as far if you can play just one character, presumably. But if you're a character specialist, you probably do some really cool, innovative things with just that character. But you'd probably be more successful playing a bunch of characters. So, I don't know. I'm yeah. already a character specialist, and it holds me back because my character's not very good. And if I play with another character, I'm not very good. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think if I were to assume that the bounds of the question were that I don't do better as one or the other, like if I was just to assume, like, you get to the same success rate either way yeah i'd probably rather be a character specialist because i think people would get more like people that really enjoy watching it would get more out of me like really being kick-ass with a character and yeah. doing stuff that they didn't know as opposed to just like oh like he knows his way around and like kind of you know he's got like the basics chest down his way and, he, and like yeah. thought about it or whatever you know for sure no that's, that's i don't know i'd want to just sit down next to my opponent before every match just look at him and say who do you want yeah, and just go to be. the random select. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Clink. Or All just right, yeah, just sit down next to the opponent, like look him up and down, and just be like, Ken. And then yeah. Yeah. Go, like, select Ken <laughs> on the Smell bench. him a couple times. Like, and yeah, he can't handle Ken. What? Yeah, it would be pretty cool if you just did random every time. That was like your thing. You just did Dude, a random. I still think that there needs to be like a, a tournament at least once a year that's all random. That would be great. Yeah, I think that could be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I dig it. I'd watch <laughs> it. Before he signs off, he wants he says that like Tekken's not getting enough love on Woody Banter. Uh, I played Tekken with him last night, so <laughs> it's getting all the love it can handle right now from me getting fucking bopped for two hours. So yeah, that's all the loving, the passionate loving I can take at the moment. Y'all have any words of Tekken wisdom going into or thinking about Evo? Uh, I just need to know when it comes on. I'm just I, gonna watch it. Yeah, Tekken <laughs> is a cool game that It'll I will never there. understand. Probably no, Tekken's super cool. That's one thing that I would like to. I want to be competent enough to trade games with Dooney before Evo comes out. Set oh it wow, here. that's a there big statement, dude. Before Evo, I will be able to trade games with Dooney. Y'all will see. It'll be great. I'm gonna be. I'm. Gonna, I think he's gonna hold you to that, dude. I'm gonna That's be looking great. for it. I've got eyes on everybody at Evo, man. <laughs> I'm gonna knock this guy down a peg. All right, over here playing Majin Buu. Not even Shit's on a not peg. gonna fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> all right, get him off his pedestal where he thinks he's the best hunter. All right, I'm coming for you in Guilty Gear, dog. So you better start freshening up a little bit. I haven't played literally since March, bro. So. You can't go ahead and just option select me like that right now. All right. I got to get revenge for that first of 10 from last year. Right? <laughs> Which one? Several right. of them. <laughs> Fact is, well, you won't take a game off me in Guilty Gear when we're at Evo for sure. Okay. What um, do you think uh, Cole Blair is going to be coming in? Uh, Cole Blair's good at Street team. Fighter now. Cole Street Blair's Fighter? really good at Street Fighter now. So you got to be him at Street Fighter or him and Andrew? Yeah, him and Andrew will be my Street Fighter uh, companions. Oh, no, I got to beat Andrew at Uniel. Or Uniest, because Andrew is destroying me with the stupidest stuff in Really? Uniest, He's not that bad. <laughs> Bro, it's so whack. That fucking Merkava <laughs> stuff. I, oh, dude, Merkava's easy to shut down. Bro, I can right, help you out with that. Yeah, all right, cool. Appreciate you. He does the same string every time. Perfect. Um, I know that. Okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Our last question is from Ben Ebig. It's something that we kind of already touched on. He wants to know what we thought of Jump Force 
Uh, what characters do you think will be revealed for the game as time goes on? You guys talked about Yu Yu Hakusho. Are there any other uh, potential anime that might could get thrown in there? JoJo's. Did I you mean, see Luffy? Right now. Yeah, Luffy's in it. So Luffy's in it, and you said Naruto's in it. Luffy, Naruto, uh, Goku, and uh, Light have been shown. Light with his Shimegame. Huh. So. That's interesting. Very interesting. Is it? I feel like those are the four most like well, I just standard mean light shonen because characters. Light would have been not my first four pick. I think that's cool to incorporate the like. He's probably gonna fight with that with the uh, the Shimigami. Probably. They should include Gun from Gun would be sick. Hunter X Hunter. Yeah. Um, I think having it'd be cool if they threw in like freaking um Spike. Or just like, or like, um, I don't, yeah, I don't maybe even, who, who's the guy from Samurai Champloo? Uh, like Mugen or Jin? Yeah, Mugen. Or one of those. Are those guys from the same I think they're, I think thing? it's made from the same guy, right? I think so. I'm not sure. But I don't know. I mean, just, cool. there's plenty if you're gonna of characters. hop around. Those aren't shonen necessarily, but yeah, because I think it's from like the Shonen Jump magazine shonen. So I, th- I know JoJo's is a part of that. So I'm pretty sure you could have uh, like some Attack on Titan in there. Oh uh, yeah, they'll probably be in there too. You could have the Avatar in there. Who? Avatar. The Last Airbender. Avatar? Yeah, that guy's not from the Shonen series though. I don't know what the Shonen series is. It's like the manga where they all start from. It's like a magazine essentially. I thought Shonen, Shonen was Jump. just a type of anime. Not in this case. Like oh. it is generally. I would but say it is, but it's by characterized by the styles that were pioneered in that yeah, magazine. By that magazine, oh. right? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Because I, I mean, Avatar was it was big enough to at least get a thought of it for me. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, I mean, it, it's surprising now that I think about it. Unless you're going to start doing, um, not strictly the main characters of every show. Yeah. That's you kind of wonder how much, how big of a cast it could actually have. That would be cool if they could start incorporating like some side characters. Or villains. Like Tagoru would be cool. No, dude, that'd be so tight. Um, I wouldn't really care to have like that many Dragon Ball Z villains. We already have a fighting mission. Yeah, we already, fucking yeah, we already have that. Have that. <laughs> but so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. A Gundam shows up. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, you guys got any? So thank you everybody for the questions. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you Ben for that last one. Do thank you guys you have any closing remarks on your beer? Uh, I think mine was like slightly pleasant, and uh, his was slightly not unpleasant. Right? <laughs> I would or say not unpleasant. As it's well, just you know, it's got it claims a lot from the bottle. Would you say it's above or below average? Below average, for what we have on the show. Definitely. Okay. But that's also like shiner, so. <laughs> Right online, with you just keep going for the for the <laughs> ad hominem attacks. On just Shiner. kidding, it's all right. It's not that great, but still. All right, guys, thank you. Uh, thanks to everyone for coming out, listening to another episode of Witty Banter. Coming up on, I mean, we're just slowly chipping away at 200 episodes, which will be crazy. We'll have to plan something for that. Be thinking about it already. Um, but you know, we're on iTunes. Search Witty Banter. Hit subscribe. We're on the internet. Witty Banter Show. Dot com. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Witty Banter Show. Max is at Probably Max. I'm at Bodacious Chase. Hunter has a YouTube channel called Crypto Diesel. And um, that's it. That's all I that's got. All of it. That's I feel it. Like I'm about What'd to fall think? asleep. Was yeah, it good for you? Bit of a bit. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>